Hey guys, welcome to the show. This is Gumdrop Readers, the podcast for our read books to young kids. Today I will be reading Curious George Goes to the Hospital by Margaret and H.A. Ray. And without further ado, let's just dive right in. Okay, here we are on page one. This is George. He lived with his friend, the man with the yellow hat. He was a good little monkey, but he was always very curious. Today, George was curious about the big box on the man's desk. What could be in it? George could not resist. He simply had to open it. It was full of funny little pieces of all sorts and shapes and colors. George took one out. It looked like a piece of candy. (gasps) Maybe it was candy. Maybe he could eat it. George put the piece in his mouth, and before he knew, he had swallowed it. A while later, the man with the yellow hat came home. Why, George, he said. I see you have already opened the box for the jigsaw puzzle. It was supposed to be a surprise for you. Well, let's go to work with it. Finally, the puzzle was finished. Well, almost finished. One piece was missing. The man looked for it everywhere, but he could not find it. That's strange, he said. It's a brand new puzzle. Well, it cannot be helped. Maybe we'll find it in the morning. Let's go to bed now, George. The next morning, George did not feel well. He had a tummy ache and did not want to eat his breakfast. The man was worried. He went to the telephone and called Dr. Baker. I'll be over as soon as I can, said the doctor. First, Dr. Baker looked down George's throat and felt his tummy. Then he took out his stethoscope and listened. I'm not sure what's wrong, he said. You better take George to the hospital and have an x-ray taken. I'll call them and let them know you are coming. Don't worry, George, said the man when they were driving to the hospital. You have been there before, when you broke your leg. Remember how nice the doctors and nurses were? George held his big rubber ball tight as they walked up the hospital steps. A nurse took them down a long hallway to a room where she gave George something to drink that looked white and tasted sweet. It's called Varium, the nurse explained. It helps the doctors find out what's wrong with you, George. In the next room stood a big table and the doctor was just putting on a heavy apron. Then he gave the man one just like it. George was curious. Would he get one too? No, he did not. You get on that table, George, the doctor said. I'm going to take some x-ray pictures of your insides. He pushed a button and there was a funny noise. There, now you may get up and we will have the x-rays developed right away. Now let's see. There is something there that should not be, the doctor said when they were looking at the x-rays. Why, that looks like, oh, I think that must be the piece that was missing from our jigsaw puzzle yesterday, said the man. Well, 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 said the doctor. At least we know what is wrong with our little monkey. I'll tell Dr. Baker right away. George will have to stay in the hospital for a few days. They'll put a tube down his throat to get the piece out. It's only a small operation. I'll call the nurse and have her take you to the admitting office. Many people were waiting outside the office. George had to wait, too. Look, Betsy, the woman next to him said to her little girl. There's Curious George. Betsy looked up for a moment, but she did not even smile. Betsy had never been to the hospital before, and she was scared. Finally, it was George's turn. A pretty young nurse took him to the next room. My, oh my, how many rooms and how many nurses there were. One nurse wrote down a ton of things about George, his name, his address, and what was wrong with him. 
Another, bur- another nurse put a bracelet around his wrist. It has your name on it, George, she said, so that everybody knows exactly who you are. Then the pretty young nurse came back. My name is Carol, she said. I'm going to take you to your room now. We call it the children's ward and put you to bed. There will be lots of children to keep you company. Dave was having a bun transfusion. Steve had his leg bandaged and was sitting in a go-kart. Betsy was in bed looking sad, and George got the bed next to Betsy. George was glad when he was in bed at last. His tummy was hurting again. The man sat with him for a while. Now I have to leave you, George, he finally said. I'll be back first thing in the morning before they take you to the operating room. Nurse Carol will tuck you in when it's time to sleep. Then he left. George just sat there and cried. As he had promised, the man was back early next morning. The nurses were keeping George very busy. One nurse was taking his temperature. One was taking his blood pressure. One was giving him a pill. To make you sleepy, George, she said. And one was getting ready to give him a shot. It's going to hurt, George, she said, but only for a moment. She took his arm, and George let out a loud scream. But the needle hasn't touched you yet, said the nurse, laughing. There, now it's done. That wasn't so bad, was it? No, it really was not. And anyways, it was over now. By the time the attendant came with the stretcher to wheel him into the operating room, George was getting very sleepy. He tried hard to stay awake. He was curious to see what would happen next. He could see a big table with bright lamps over it and doctors and nurses all around. They had caps on their heads and masks over their faces. Only their eyes were showing. One of the doctors winked at George and patted his head. It was Dr. Baker, who had been to the house when it had all started. He looked so funny with his mask on. And then George was fast asleep. When George woke up, he did not know what had happened. He didn't even know where he was. He saw Nurse Carol. It's all done, George, she said. They got the piece out. In a day or two, you'll be running around again. The man had brought him a picture book, but George felt sick and dizzy. His throat was hurting, too. He was not even curious about the new book. He closed his eyes again. We'll let him sleep, said Nurse Carol. The more he sleeps, the better. The next morning, George felt much better. He even ate a dish of ice cream. Dr. Baker came to see him, and the man, of course, came too. Betsy was watching him from time to time. She seemed a little less sad, but she still did not smile. Steve wheeled his go-kart over to George's bed. Tomorrow I can get up and try to walk, he said. Boy, I can hardly wait. I'll take you to the playroom now, George, Nurse Carol said the next morning. And in the afternoon, your friend will come and take you home. The playroom was full of children. A lady was showing Betsy how to use finger paint. There was all sorts of things to play with, even a puppet theater. And that was just the thing for George. He had four hands so he could handle four puppets at the same time. George gave a real puppet show with a dragon and a clown and a bear and a policeman. The children laughed and shouted, and even Betsy, for the first time, smiled a little. There was a TV set in the playroom and also a record player. George was curious. If he climbed on the record player and turned the switch, would it go round and round like a merry-go-round? It did! It started slowly, and then it went faster and faster, and whoopee! George had lost his balance and was sailing through the air.
Luckily, George landed on a soft cushion. The children cheered, and Betsy smiled again. George was so funny. But then the play lady picked up George. That's enough for now, she said. You better take a nap before lunch. We have a big day ahead of us. The mayor is coming to visit the hospital today, and later you will be going home, George. When George woke up, Steve was just taking his first steps. A nurse was helping him, and the children were watching. The go-heart was standing there empty. George was curious. He looked at it. Then he climbed into it. Then he grabbed the wheels, and then, while nobody was looking, he wheeled the go-kart right out of the room. George could make the go-kart go very fast. This was fun. Down the hall he went. By now, the nurses had noticed that he was gone and came running after him. George! George! they shouted. But George was too excited to listen. He wheeled around the corner and down the ramp to the floor below, where some men were busy pushing lunch carts and lots of doctors and nurses were showing the mayor around. George tried to stop, but it was too late. Wham! The go-kart landed right in the middle of everything. Lunch carts tumbled, spinach and scrambled eggs and strawberry jam were all over the floor. People fell over each other, and George was thrown right out of the go-kart and landed right into the mayor's arms. What a mess it was! You broke all my dishes! Someone cried. You ruined the go-kart, complained another. What will the mayor think of it? whispered someone else, and so it went. Suddenly, everybody looked up and listened. From above came a happy laughter, and there stood Betsy, laughing and laughing and laughing. Then the children joined in, and the mayor started laughing. And finally, everybody just laughed and laughed. Everybody, that is, except for George. Betsy came running down the lamp, threw her arms around George, and kissed them on the head. Don't be so sad, George, she said. The whole thing was so funny. I never laughed so much in my life. I'm so glad you're in the hospital with me. Now the director of the hospital spoke. I'm sorry this happened, Mr. Mayor, he said, but I think we'll just clean up the mess and be done with it. George, he went on, you've made a terrible mess, but you also made our sad little Betsy happy again, and that is more than any of us has done. And now I see your friend has just come to take you home. So goodbye, George, and take good care of yourself. The children crowded around the windows, waving goodbye when George and the man with the yellow hat were finally leaving the hospital. As the car was turning into the driveway, Nurse Carol came running after them. Here's a little package with something that belongs to you, George, she called. But don't open it before you are home. George was curious. Well, who would not be? The moment he reached home, he ripped the paper off, tore open the box, and there was the piece of the puzzle that had caused all of the trouble. How nice of the doctor to save it for us, said the man with the yellow hat. And now we can finish the puzzle. The end. Well, that was Curious George Goes to the Hospital by Margaret and H.A. Ray. That was a good book. Um, that's one of my favorite Curious George books of all time. I think it's really cute. It has a good plot, and I liked it. So if you want to email me, you can do so at gumdropreaders at gmail.com. That's G-U-M-D-R-O-P-R-E-A-D-E-R-S. Uh, you can send me in book requests to read on the show or just to say hi. I would absolutely love that. So please send an email over to gumdropreaders at gmail.com. 
Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode, and I'll see you next time.